Hello, friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for our midweek Bible study right here on our website. Thank you for coming to this Bible study today. And as we go to the Word of God today, I pray that your life, your family, uh, your walk with God, if you're a Christian, will be enhanced and enriched by the Word of God. Amen. That we will receive hope from him who is the author of all hope today. Amen. The Bible says in the New Covenant, the God of hope fill you with hope in believing. When he gives us his word, shows us his purposes and, and seals them with his promises, hope comes alive within us. And hope biblically defined is the glad anticipation of future good. We don't get glad when we see the good. We get glad because we know all things are working together for good because we love him. And we are the called according to his purpose. And he has purposed to bless us, to never leave us, to help us with every battle that we are involved in. And there are many different areas of battle. Behind every battle are spiritual forces at work. But thank God we have spiritual resources to counteract these spiritual forces today. I'm declaring victory in Jesus, not just by faith, hoping that it will happen, but I have hope because I know there is a a friend that sticks closer than a brother. There is a relationship that is beyond familial relationships. I mean, some brothers and sisters and brothers and brothers fought all the time, <laughs> amen, and some are very, very close. But there's a friendship. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to title this teaching today, Alone but not alone. Alone, but not alone. Sometimes, dear friend, in some circumstances, we may feel as if we are alone in our battles. God may seem so distant. and Jesus knew these times would come. And there is one that He sent to help us. Amen. And, and, and it is one that sticks closer than a brother, a husband, or a wife, closer than the best of friends. One whose purpose is, is to help you and to help me in every battle that we face. Through him, Jesus keeps his promise to never leave us and never forsake us. I like the old Christian song, You, because I'm 75, and amen, I, I remember some of the great oldies we used to sing, and what a consolation it was when we would sing, I have somebody with me. And I'd like to just, uh, a, a verse and a chorus, though others would be lonely when all their friends are gone, my Lord is ever standing by my side. A heavy load upon me, and yet I'm pressing on because I have found a Savior, friend, and guide. And the chorus says, I have somebody with me to share my heavy load. 
I feel His presence near me every day. Though trouble overtakes me along life's weary road, I have somebody with me all the way. Alone but not alone. The inspiration for that title comes from a Joni Erickson song. Believe it or not, it was nominated. They sent in the, 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 the nomination for a, an Academy Award for a Christian film about a, a family that was uh, taken or children taken by, by Indians and held captive. Uh, and, and their, their unwavering faith in the midst of seemingly hopeless circumstances, uh, the song that cap- encapsulated and captured that thought, alone but not alone. Praise God. Christian, there are times when even though in your head you know that God is with you and Christ is with you, sometimes you will feel like. And remember, that's nothing more than a feeling. And that feeling of being alone is not a fact. The fact is, you are never alone in your battles. But when we become highly emotionally charged because of the circumstance that we are in, uh, it is hard to detect the presence of God. I like the song that said, I feel his presence near me every day. I wish when I was in my, my, my deepest, darkest times of life that I could feel that would be a great boon to my faith. If I could feel and sense his presence and you may, may have experienced that and that's wonderful. But what if? Because of your emotional state and even your mental state when the worry and the fear seems to be overwhelming you, what if you do not sense that? What you will sense is a deep sense of loneliness and aloneness and being overwhelmed by that fact. And God wants us to address this feeling with faith. Because we accept the Word of God as fact. Praise God. Amen. Listen, the Word of God is going to stand, dear friend. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but His Word will stand forever. And if we stand on that that's going to stand forever, we're not going to be shaken when these battles come. And we will know that we're not alone, not because, but what, because of what we feel at that moment. Amen, but because what we know at that moment. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're not a Christian today, please stay tuned. The scripture says that you are without God and without hope in the world. That is a terrible, terrifying. You're alone and you're really, truly alone. But if you are a Christian, you may feel like that sometime, but I have good news to bring you today. You are not alone. God is with you. Christ is with you. And you have a partner that will manifest both Father and Son to you. But in the meantime, you need to know that He is with you in your battles, in your struggles. God has addressed our need for help. John 16 in verse 7, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. 
It's expedient for you that I go away. Advantageous for us. Because if I do not go away, the Comforter, capital C, speaking of the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Glory to God. He's come for our sake to help us. Look at John fourteen sixteen through 18. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another comforter, that He may abide with you forever. You see, this is how Jesus can be seated at the right hand of God. And yet, through the Holy Spirit, keep His promise to never leave us and never forsake us simultaneously. I'm going to read this again. I will pray the Father, and He will send you another comforter. Another comforter. This word comforter, another, is really translated in the Greek. Another one just like myself. Praise God. He's he's manifesting Christ to us. Amen. You know, when the, the Holy Spirit says of himself, or Jesus says of him, when he comes, he will not speak of himself. He will testify of me. Praise God. Amen. And I will pray the Father, he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth who the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I then, listen, now he's talking about himself, because of the comforter who he sent. I will not leave you comfortless. That word means orphanous, leaving us alone, you see. We may seem alone and we may look alone, but believe me, dear friend, we are not alone. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Not come back for you in the rapture or the second coming, but I will come to you. Amen. They saw him ascend to heaven, but he said, I'm going to send you another comforter, one just like myself. Comforter in the Greek is paraclete, one called alongside to help. Praise God. Amen. Uh, Literally a partner in the battles and struggles of life. Make no mistake about it. This is a, a battle that we are in down here. We're battling light and darkness are in conflict. The kingdom of the devil and the kingdom of God are in conflict. Amen. This is not a a stalemate situation. Light dispels the darkness. And we're to put on the armor of light. We're to utilize spiritual armor in order to withstand and defeat spiritual forces. I like this quote from the book Healing for the Masculine Soul by Gordon Dalby. He says when Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the helper, He uses the Greek word paraclete. And he said that was an ancient warrior's term. Greek soldiers went into battle in pairs, says Dalby. So when the enemy attacked, they could draw together back to back, 
covering each other's blind side. One's battle partner was the paraclete. That was the reference. That was the, the title. Our Lord does not send us, dear friend, to fight the good fight alone. The Holy Spirit is our battle partner who covers our blind side and fights with us for our well-being to help us obtain victory over spiritual forces uh, of which we would be no match without His help. We're alone, but we are not alone. The Holy Spirit is here with us to help us defeat our own weakness and inability. (laughs) I like what one preacher said. He said, the Holy Ghost is to the believer. What a phone booth was to Clark Kent. (laughs) Amen. That's where he, he went to change from his street clothes into his Superman suit (laughs) and become stronger than a locomotive, faster than a flying bullet. Praise God. Listen, that is fantasy. This is fact that I'm talking about. Listen to what Jesus said in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. He said, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. This power in the Greek is dunamis, which means supernatural ability or capacity. Some call it just miracle working ability, but it is beyond just the ability to, to utilize gifts of the Spirit and see miracles occur. This is supernatural capacity to go up against spiritual forces. You know, the Bible said the armor of God is to be taken because we, we're not arguing against flesh and blood. And therefore, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Praise God. For we wrestle on another portion of Scripture in Ephesians 6.10. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But it may feel like it, and the devil may be using people and circumstances, amen, against you. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. And not only do we need the armor of God, we need the paraclete. (laughs) Hallelujah. We need the one that God has sent to come alongside to help. Praise God. Power is is supernatural and and supernatural ability or capacity don't ever look within yourself for this strength this strength comes from the one that god has sent to stand with you in every battle first and foremost this is power to be you shall be witnesses unto me power to do results from what god does through the spirit and enables us to become a man Listen, Micah 3 and verse 8, But truly, truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of God. Friend of mine, I don't know if you realize it or not, we must lean more and more on the Lord and take courage in the day of battle. 
I like what Finney, a great revivalist of old, said about this. He saw so many souls saved, but he didn't take credit for his eloquence. He didn't take credit credit for his education, although those are tools that can be utilized and should be. I want to be biblically educated. I'm still learning <laughs> after all of these years of studying Scripture. I, I still open the Bible and see something. Amen. I'm still learning, but I'm not dependent on what I have learned alone. I may be alone in that pulpit. <laughs> I may be preaching something that's really not going over very well. And people look at me as one, one old country preacher said, when I brought this message, they looked at me like a calf at a new gate, like they couldn't figure it out and wonder what in the world's going on. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. I am not alone. I am not alone. I am not alone. Praise God. Finney said this, he said how God gave him mighty infilling of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to quote what he said. He said, that went through me as it seemed, body and soul, immediately found myself endued with such power from on high that a few words dropped here and there to individuals were the means of their immediate conversion. What? Didn't have to preach a big long message necessarily. And I'm known for those kind of messages. But it's not the length of it. It's the strength of it. When it's endued with power. Imbued with power by the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Then he went on to say, my, when, when he was filled with the Spirit, he said, My words seemed to fasten like barbed arrows in the souls of men. They cut like a sword. They broke the heart like a hammer. Sometimes, he said, I would find myself in great measure empty of this power. I would then set aside a day for private fasting and prayer. You see, friend, when we get good at it, I mean really good at it. When we're good at, at, at studying scripture, the studying the hermeneutics and homiletics and, and we're good at, at, at Greek and Hebrew and Chaldean Aramaic and we're good at putting together outlines and we're finding these great quotes. Amen. We, we're good. We can be good at preaching and teaching. Amen. And there is power invested in the scripture, in the word itself. But God wants that power to be also invested in the one who is bringing the word. And on the other end, working in the heart where that word is being preached. So he said, sometimes I would find myself in great measure empty of this power. I would then set aside a day for private fasting and prayer. After humbling myself and crying out for help. Do you ever humble yourself before God and cry out for help because you sense your inadequate inadequacy spiritually without Him to help you? Amen. Do you ever feel as a Christian, amen, uh, that you're highly, highly educated in Scripture and you know which Scriptures to use in every circumstance and you seek to stand upon the Word of God? You still need His help. 
There will be times when at your best effort to stand strong, no matter how holy and highly resolved you are to stand upon the word, amen, you will waver and you will be shaken because you are clay, (laughs) you are flesh, and you need a battle helper. You need the paraclete, and thank God you have him if you're trusting God and looking to him. Hallelujah. After humbling myself, he said in crying out for help, this power would return upon me with all its freshness. This has been the experience of my life. Amen. Someone has said, and I think it was uh, that pastor and that evangelist Robert Venable, the Holy Ghost transformed lives in biblical times, and he still transforms lives today. Let's look at Saul's anointing for a moment. Here in First Samuel chapter 10, it said, Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it, see, just like David, he poured it upon Saul poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? After thou shalt come, listen, and and the result of that anointing in verse 5, After thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tabret and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Hallelujah. Something supernatural, something spiritual is occurring in a flesh and blood man by the Spirit of God coming upon him. It wasn't the oil that was poured on his head. It was the Spirit of God that was upon him. Hallelujah. And the oil was a type of that anointing. Verse 7 said, And let it be when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee. For God is with thee. There's a garrison full of the enemies of Israel. Amen. Withstanding him. But there is victory because of that presence of God, that invisible presence of God that brought visible, viable victories to the lives of flesh and blood people just like you and just like me. You see, the anointing qualifies us, the anointing transforms us, and the anointing assures us that God is for us, and he expresses that by being with us. We are not alone. We are not alone. Hallelujah. I have somebody with me, not only to share my burden when I'm burdened, amen, but to help me overcome and achieve victory when I triumph over the enemy. Praise God. We have one with us who cannot be defeated. Are you feeling weak? Sometimes almost too weak to go on? Feeling overwhelmed? Too tired to fight the good fight? Feeling confused and in need of direction? You are not alone. 
Now, you have somebody with you. Trust God and look for Him in your heart, in your life. Acknowledge His presence with you by faith before you feel anything. Sing the song, I have somebody with me (laughs) all the way, a Savior, friend, and guide. I like this scripture in Romans 8, uh, verse 26, 27, and 28 today. Likewise, the Spirit, capital, Holy Spirits, you see, Holy Ghost, if you please, one and the same. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, literally our weaknesses. He helps us. See, He's called alongside to help you. But if you don't acknowledge your weakness, He's not going to do anything to help you. You have to acknowledge your weakness. A father sat on the porch taking a break from the heat, watching his his 19-year-old son out trying to, to get a big log moved out of the way so he could plow a field. And he had he had something using as a leverage under it. And I guess he just wanted to show it. You know how it is when you're 19 and you feel like you, you, you know, you, you, you're so strong and you've got such energy. And, you know, dad's uh, he's sitting up there watching his son work and work and sweat and sweat. And he sees at his best effort, he can't do it. He's, he looks like he's about to pass out. He's red in the face and sweat is dripping off of him. And finally, the father gets off the porch, drinks the rest of his cool water out of a mason jar, walks out there and grabs a hold of the lever, leverage, what he's using for leverage with his son. And together, they pushed it out of the way. And the son looked at him and said, What took you so long? And he said, I was waiting for you to ask me to help you. Amen. The son didn't really say it in words, but in his in in his demeanor and, and his posture, he was crying out, I can't do this. I wonder why. Well, are you want you need to acknowledge Paul said it this way. He said, When I'm weak, then am I made strong. Do you feel adequate today? Do you feel like you got this and only call God when you <laughs> when you fall flat on your face and gasping for breath? No. Call on Him early. David said, early will I seek thee. I won't wait till I get in that state. Sometimes we almost have to get in that state to realize that we're alone, but we are not alone. And to find the strength we need, praise God, We have to rely on the one that God has sent to us to help us today. Listen to it again. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And that's why verse 28 can be known without a doubt. And we know because of this, because of him, because of his work in our behalf, and we know that all things 
work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. And the Holy Spirit who knows His purpose for our life prays in our behalf and even prays through us according to the will of God. And then we can claim that great promise in Scripture if we ask anything according to His will. (laughs) We know He heareth us. If we know He hears us, we know we have the petition that we have desired of Him. We defer when we don't know how to pray because we really don't understand what's going on. We defer to the Holy Spirit and He makes intercession according to the will, perfect will of God. Oh, friend of mine, I don't, do you have on your shouting shoes? Have you got a pair of shouting shoes today? Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. I feel, uh, yeah. I feel, I feel him. I, I don't have to feel him. I don't, I, I love to feel him and sense him like I'm sensing right here, right now. I'm telling you today, dear friend, I hope you sense his presence there, but I hope you sense something even greater than sensing his presence. And that is the fact of his presence within you and thereby with you. Christ keeping his promise by sending another like himself, the comforter, the paraclete, this warrior one that is with you to help you win every battle of life. Are you weak enough to qualify for his help? Will you acknowledge that weakness? You know what what the apostle said in the New Covenant? It said, we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. We are. What a state. What a, this, this, this is being, being factual and not facetious. <laughs> Amen. We are cast down, <laughs> but we're not forsaken. See, I have somebody with me all the way. We are persecuted. That means chased, stalked like you would a deer. Listen, but we are not. Destroyed. Why? Because I have somebody with me. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. We are perplexed. Sometimes we don't know what's going on. We don't even know how to pray, but that's okay. We're not in despair, the scripture said. Why? Even though this is an earthen vessel, we have a treasure in this earthen vessel. We have one with us the paraclete who goes with us because he is within us. And that's how Christ keeps his promise to us. I'll never, no, never, never leave you nor forsake you. I will go with you all the way, even unto the end of the age. Praise God. Today, Christian, you may feel alone. But I want to declare unto you, you are not alone. You are not alone. He is with you. And if you feel him right now, that's a bonus. But don't depend on sensing his presence. Depend on the declaration, the inspiration, the revelation of the word of the living God today. 
Heaven and earth will pass away. Feelings will come and go. But this word will abide forever. And this is the word by which the gospel, the good news is preached unto you today. Oh, dear friend, God loves you so very much that he gave his son. And when Jesus ascended, they felt their hearts sink. But they remembered his words. If I don't go to the Father, comforter can't come. But if I go to the Father, I will send you another comforter, one just like myself. He'll be with you. He'll be in you. And He'll abide with you forever. Today, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, the Bible said you're without God and without hope, therefore, in the world. That can change. You can be reconciled to God. You can be forgiven of your sins. You can come to Christ. Confess your sins. Repent of your sins. He will embrace you. God will pardon you. And He will give you a partner in life. You may be alone, but you will never be alone. Because He will never leave you. Come to Jesus today. Run to Jesus today. Take one step toward the Lord, the song says, and He'll take two steps Oh, he'll take a lot more than that. He will run to you if you will just come to him in Jesus' name.